All right, hey folks. So today I want to talk to you about a technique that I call building the base of the pyramid. And this is going to help you guys get stronger for hypertrophy. So this is a technique that every single one of you can implement into your workouts as of today. You don't have to change your workouts. It's just a way to view your progression and how to, I think, make for more robust progression for hypertrophy. So yeah, it should be a very useful, practical, hands-on video. Now, um, I'm going to start off with just um, my experience and where this all came from. So back 20 plus years ago, on the early days of the internet, when I first started looking at online forums and trying to get information as a young YOLO, not knowing what to do with my weights and just trying to get bigger and stronger, um, I sort of settled upon, in the first couple of years, I settled upon a lower volume group of people. And as is my memory back then <clears throat> it was far more secular this is at least the impression i got people kind of stuck with their camps a lot more now i'm also willing to admit that was maybe my memory and perhaps other people were um, a lot more mature and and spanned across different camps but at least my memory is that people were very secular so i stuck within my camp of low volume people and other people were doing other things and blah 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 there wasn't much traversing between the two. Now, there was one guy, his name was Dan Hutchison. I like Dan, he wrote well, he spoke well, he explained things nicely, and he was one of the few guys who I knew who would regularly move between forums. Which I know it sounds strange now because it's very secular, but uh, that is at least how I viewed it 20 years ago. Very different on the early days of the internet. So we were much more tribal. So anyway, Dan, would freely roam between these tribes. And as a result, he always had something very interesting to say, a different point of view of things that he'd learned across his travels to other camps. And um, I was speaking to him one day, and he was a little bit older than me. So as of now, he must be approaching 50s, or at least in his 50s. Um, but back then, he was, a, he was a few years older than me, and he was a bit further ahead. And I was saying, look, I'm stalled. And many of you have heard this story before. After a year or so, I stalled hard on my lifting, on the low volume approach, I had reached something like a 200 pound bench, um, a 300 pound squat and a 400 pound deadlift. And I was told I'd hit my limit. And I wasn't willing to believe that. So I told Dan about this and he said, well, I've got an idea for you. And we used an example. And I specifically remember the conversation because he said to me, um, how much do you dumbbell row? And I said, at the time I was rowing about 40 kilos in each arm for a set of five. That was my top set. And he said, okay, Faz, well, just let's do a thought experiment. So he wasn't suggesting I do this. He just said, just, I'm going to take you on a thought experiment. Now, what if you took three months to build from 40 kilos for one set of five, and instead of adding weight, you didn't add any weight. All you did was you stuck to that weight and you built up to doing 40 kilos for 10 sets of five. So you're not increasing the reps per set either. You're just stacking sets, more and more sets. What if you went from 40 kilos for one set of five right the way up to 40 kilos for 10 sets of five, however long that took you, whether it took you three months or three years? And I said, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess my top set of five would probably be higher. That makes sense. As long as I use reasonable rest periods, as long as I wasn't resting half an hour between sets, actually, yeah, that would that would mean 40 kilos was a much smaller percentage of my one rep max. It wouldn't be a five rep max anymore. It would probably be a 10 rep or a 15 rep max. That makes sense. He said, yeah. He said, a lot of times it's more 
palatable. It's easier to add in volume versus actually just trying to add an extra rep or an extra uh, two kilos or five kilos on the bar or on the dumbbell. I said, yeah, that's interesting. I probably could do two sets of five, maybe a set of five and a set of four. I said, yeah, sure. So over time, you could just build that out, you know, in a very loose, um, fluid kind of way. Just build it out. Just build that. Start adding in a few more sets here, a few more reps. And I said, that's interesting. Now, notice he wasn't telling me to do 10 sets of five. Okay. He wasn't saying go out tomorrow and do 10 sets of five. All he was saying was, carry on building your volume out until you feel comfortable in going up to the next weight increment. And that's the lesson for today. So essentially the idea is this, you view every weight increment as a stepping stone. Now, before you go to the next step, you have to make sure you are comfortable with the step you're on. So use volume as a way to progress without actually adding reps or adding weight. I mean, reps, I think, is another thing you could add, but without adding weight. So yeah, scratch that. You can build across your volume without having to add weight. You can just be more and more proficient at that weight. Now, another thing we used to call it, which is similar, but not quite the same, was um, owning the weight. Okay, own the weight. But this was called, this is what Dan called building the base of the pyramid. So essentially, the idea is the bigger your base, which is the base of volume, the taller your peak would be. Now, of course, for me, he was talking mostly about my power lifts, but you could apply this to bodybuilding too. Now, this is one of the things that started me off down a road of experimentation with higher volumes. Um, I pushed volume quite a lot in my road going from a 200-pound bench to a 300-pound and then also a 400-pound bench. Now, at this point, so far, I hadn't fully connected the dots. So I was still viewing things very much from a strength perspective. So this idea that if I wanted to bench um, three plates aside, I may have to bench two and a half plates aside or at least two and a quarter for multiple sets of five. That was my goal. I wasn't yet at the point where I viewed volume as a third variable alongside weight and reps, which you could add to improve on a step-by-step -step basis. That came much later in 2010 when I was in my peak powerlifting days but what Dan had given me was a strategy to improve my one, three, and five rep max. I was still more strength focused. So all I was really thinking about was how can I build some volume and peak? So I was thinking, okay, well, I want to hit a three plate bench. What I need to do now is I need to build up my sets of five to say five by five with 110 kilos or 120 kilos. That's my next goal. Now, as we move on to 2010, that is when I start to really view volume as the third variable. So this idea that, yeah, you add weight when you can, everybody likes to add weight to the bar. You feel more proficient, you add weight. But as you guys know, or you may not know, but when you get to that early intermediate stage where people start to stall, you've heard of that before, the intermediate stall, the intermediate plateau. I've talked about it loads. What you need, one of the things you need to do is you need to slow down your expectations for how fast you can progress. So that is when you implement volume as the third variable. So you have weight and you have reps. It's double progression. You guys are very familiar, I'm sure, with double progression. Single progression usually is added weight on the bar. Everything else remains the same. So if you go from a set of 10 at 100 kilos 
to a set of 10 at 102 kilos. That is single progression. You add weight to the bar. Double progression is where you add weight and reps. So let's say you're doing three by five on 100 kilos. You go up to 105, your reps drop and you build your reps back up. And once you're back at three by five, then you go up again. Now, triple progression or this technique, building the base of the pyramid, whatever you want to call it, is adding volume as the third variable. Now, essentially what we're doing is we're saying every weight increment at the level you're at now is going to be so impactful. It's going to decrease your reps so much that you need to have more of a mastery of that weight before you go up. So a typical example is um, dumbbell laterals. You guys know even a two kilo increase on a dumbbell lateral is significant. And I'll also say, when you get to be quite strong on things like the bench press and the squat, and you're working really hard, a five kilo or two and a half kilo increment, like five or 10 pound increment, is quite a lot. And it might really just take down your reps. So this is a way of progressing where you're adding reps, but also adding sets. All in all, increasing the mastery of that weight and then moving up. I'll give you an analogy. It's a bit like climbing a mountain, okay? I haven't climbed many mountains in my life, but this is the analogy that I would think is, is the best one I could think of. Every weight increment is another step up in the mountain. So, um, excuse me, I don't <coughs> I knew I was going to sneeze. <coughs> I always sneeze in threes, so there might be one more coming. If there is, watch out for it. <laughs> Hopefully you're not listening to headphones. Anyway, so climbing the mountain analogy. Now, every step along the way is a step up the mountain. So you take your pickaxe, you ram it into the side of the mountain, and you get some secure footing. That is the weight increment. Now, as you increase the weight increment, as you go up in weight, so you go from 100 pounds to 105 pounds to 110 pounds, that is each step up the mountain. Now, you can speed up the mountain. So you can, you can ram in your pickaxe and then quickly, before you've really stabilized yourself, you can go for the next one, and then the next one. At a certain point, each of your steps is becoming less and less secure, because you don't have secure footing. Now, that is a little bit like building strength for hypertrophy and using volume as that third variable. So every step is a weight increment, but instead of going for the next one, which is when you might be strength-focused, you take time to secure your footing. And secure your footing in this example is adding reps and adding sets to that load. So you become more and more comfortable with that particular weight increment. Like you are becoming more comfortable with your step up the mountain. So to give you some pr a practical example with numbers, let's say I'm lifting the heady heights of three plates aside on the bench. So 140 kilos on the bench for a set of eight, right? Or let's say I do two sets of eight. Now, if I go up to 142, 0.5 kilos, that might drop my reps quite low because it's a new weight. It's a lot more than I was doing previously. And it might drop my reps unreasonably low. Now, at that point, what I might want to do is I might want to say, rather than going up to 142.5 now, I'm going to spend another few weeks at 140. But I'm not just going to do the same sets and reps. I'm not just going to get better. I'm going to allow myself to add in reps where I can. But if adding reps is too hard, I can also allow myself to add in sets. So I can do more sets at that weight. 
And again, that's going to increase proficiency. It's going to demonstrate an increase of proficiency, but it's also going to give me more stimulus. So when I do go up, let's say I drop off some reps and I might drop a set, that volume comes back down. So what happens is you use volume as a variable. The volume, it, um, it sort of fluctuates up and down. Up as you get more comfortable with that weight and then down as you go up to the next weight increment. It's all designed to allow for continued progress as you move up the weight increments. Because we've talked a lot recently about progression criteria and how you need to make sure you're lifting correctly for hypertrophy. But bottom line is, you still need to demonstrate you are getting stronger because that is a surefire way to know you are getting bigger as long as everything else remains equal. So going back to the analogy just to finish it off, you can and you should get comfortable every step up the way. And that is the best approach, I think, for hypertrophy. For strength, you could maybe argue that you want to go up a little bit faster. But that is basically what Dan Hutchison was telling me 20 years ago. And that is what I started to do back then. And I also formalized it a little bit more in 2010. I also implemented somewhat in my eight fives and threes a set and rep team scheme. But at this point, I just want to give a quick plug to Natural Hypertrophy. He has talked about this in the past. He refers to it as evolving rep ranges. Um, I like him a lot. I've got a lot of time for him. So I want to just you know, tip my cap to him at this point because he has mentioned um, this, but he calls it something else. So credit to him for, for thinking of this as well. Um, but yeah, great. So that is a technique you guys can use right now with whatever routine you're using. Most people do some kind of either double progression or single progression or rep goal. But this is more of an, a fluid way of arranging your sets and reps, which actually respects every weight increment as you go up and respects there is individuality with exercises. With some of the large compounds, you might want to plow through. Now, as you get more advanced and as the exercises are smaller and smaller, like lateral raises, tricep extensions, all that stuff, you're probably going to need to implement more of this because the harder it is to progress an exercise, the more you need this. If you're a beginner, if you're an intermediate, you're still able to gain on a regular basis, fine, whatever. You could do this, but it's not necessary. The point with this is to help you to fill out that weight range. I would also say this is probably a lot better for muscle growth and hypertrophy than a standard double progression approach is for hypertrophy, simply because there is more emphasis here on making sure the training you do is spot on. It's perfect. <clears throat> You're not always having to take every set to the hilt and just gut out potentially rep, potentially sets which aren't so conducive to growth, like cheating sets and stuff like that. This allows you to still feel like you're getting progress, but not have to go up in weight. You can get a lot out of a weight increment. I mean, like Dan said to me 20 years ago, what if you took that dumbbell row from one set of five at 40 kilos to 10 sets of five? Well, odds are my one rep max would be higher, my five rep max would be higher, but also odds are I'd be bigger too because I'd be much more capable of handling a lot more load over time. Right, folks, so I'm gonna call that there and I will let me know what you think. If this is something you're familiar with already, perhaps from natural hypertrophy, or this is something you do in your own training, I think it's probably quite intuitive but I don't think it's very common. So let me know your thoughts and I'll speak to you in the next one.